Well, hey everybody, Pastor Steve here. So glad you've joined me for today's devotion. We are in 1 Kings chapter 14. So open your Bible, uh, read the first 20 verses if you haven't done so already, and then listen to this uh, devotion. If you have already read it, let's continue. All right. Um, we've been talking about Jeroboam and Rehoboam, Jeroboam, the king of the northern kingdom who created this this new version of Judaism, this false religion with the golden calves, the idols, and created the false priesthood and so on. And uh, in this chapter, you know, God, God is the one who had given Jeroboam the throne, raised him up and made him king of the northern country of Israel, the northern 10 tribes, if you will. But Jeroboam, as we've already seen, did not serve the Lord. His fear of, uh, of, of people's loyalty to Yahweh, the God of Israel, and going to Jerusalem, his fear that doing that would cause him to lose his, lose his kingdom motivated him to create this false religion and idols. And um, in this particular chapter, his son is sick, and he has his wife disguise herself so she won't be recognizable and go to a prophet named Ahijah. Ahijah um, was a prophet who years before had told Jeroboam he would be king. Well, God, God speaks to this prophet and tells him what's going on. And when she shows up in disguise, he calls her out by name and then get, delivers a, a harsh message from the Lord to her and to Jeroboam the wicked king of the north, if you will. Um, verse 7 of 1 Kings chapter 14, verse 7. He says to, to this woman, to Jeroboam's wife, Go, say to Jeroboam, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Because I exalted you from among the people and made you leader over my people Israel and tore the kingdom away from the house of David because of Solomon's sin and gave it to you, Yet you have not been like my servant David who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart to do only that which was right in my sight. You also have done more evil. Jeroboam, you've done more evil than all who were before you. Creating that false religion, those idols, those, that false priesthood, that, that fake copy of Judaism. Verse 9, you have done more evil than all who were before you and have gone and made for yourself other gods and molten images to provoke me to anger. The result of this is that I am going to judge you. And you have cast me behind your back. Therefore, because of this sin, behold, I am bringing calamity on the house of Jeroboam. And will cut off Jerob from Jeroboam every male, both bond and free in Israel. And I will make a clean sweep of the house of Jeroboam as one sweeps away dog until it's all gone. If you ever cleaned out a, a stall in the barn, <laughs> you get rid of all of it. And God says, that's what I'm getting ready to do to you and your descendants, Jeroboam. Verse 11, anyone belonging to Jeroboam who dies in the city, the dogs will eat. And he who dies in the field, the birds of the heavens will eat. For the Lord has 
spoken it. And uh, later, over in chapter 15, starting at verse 25, this comes true. And uh, Jeroboam's son, one of his sons briefly reigns as king, but he's killed and Jeroboam's descendants are done away with and they never serve as king again. Now, the part of these verses that really spoke to me is an image. It's found at the latter part of verse 9 when the prophet is saying to Jeroboam's wife about Jeroboam on behalf of God and that you've created these images and sinned horribly. But the last phrase in verse 9, and you have cast me, cast me behind your back. There was just something about that image that really grabbed my heart and my mind, my imagination. Because when you, when you cast something behind your back, it means you turn your back to it and you're walking away from it. We're supposed to live our lives as followers of Jesus facing him with our eyes always fixed on the Lord, moving toward him, following him, never with our back with our back turned to him. When, when you're talking to someone and, and, you, and you turn your back to him, it's an insult. And that's what Jeroboam had done to God. And wow, that, that image is so powerful. Are there, are there times when you and I turn our back to God to go our own way, do our own thing? Yeah, and it's heartbreaking, heartbreaking to think about. And maybe early in this new year, we need to spend some time repenting of the times we've turned our back on our Lord and, and determine that we're going to spend this year with our face looking right at him, following him, adoring him, loving him, but never turn our back to him. It's also a reminder in this chapter that living with our back to God, turning our back on God, has consequences. And sometimes really serious consequences for our family, the people we care about. For Jeroboam, it meant that his family, his sons would die and they wouldn't be kings. He would lose the kingdom. And, 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 and when we live with our back turned to God, the consequences for the people in our lives are real, real. And, and they don't just go away because we say, oh, God, I'm sorry. And even people in our family who are good sometimes pay a price. The, the, the boy who was sick because Jeroboam had sent his wife in disguise to Ahijah, this prophet, to find out if the boy was going to live or not, die or not. And uh, what the prophet tells her, starting at verse 12 about this sick son, is this, verse 12. Now you, to the wife, arise, go to your home, and when, when your feet enter the city, the child will die. He's going to die. But notice verse 13. And all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him, 
For he alone, he's the only one, he alone of Jeroboam's family will come to the grave. Remember the others who die would not be buried. He will come to the grave. God will give him the honor of a royal burial. Why? Verse 12, verse 13 rather. Because, the middle of verse 13, because in him something good was found. In him something good was found toward God. Toward the Lord God of Israel. God said he's going to suffer because of his dad's sins. But God is going to allow him the honor of a royal burial because he was the only good thing in Jeroboam's family when it came to God. See, God honored him, but he still suffered. And even the good people in our family sometimes pay a price when we live with our back turned to God. Make sure you're facing God and following him, listening to him, obeying him, and doing things his way. You will be blessed, and everybody you care about will be blessed because of it. Hey, God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.